everybody. Welcome back to Wilco the Podcast. This is episode two. I'm Lance Hill. Hello, everybody. It's Matt Morgan over here. And tonight we are going to be talking about Wilco on the love of music. But uh, we'll get into that in just a few minutes. How you doing, Morgan? I can't complain. It's uh, it's a snowy day here in Chicagoland. Just a run-of-the-mill January Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> How are things out in uh, in the Rocky Mountains? Yeah, we didn't say where we were from last time, I don't think. I'm in Let's Denver. Give every, can, can you actually just give your address for the fans? <laughs> yeah, I'm in Denver. It was also a snowy day. And uh, yeah. Cool. This is, this is great. This is good so content. This, this is, is what great the people so want. <laughs> yeah. Snow talk. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So last time we alluded to you having a dream about Wilco. Mm. So I thought that would be a good icebreaker to get us, get us rolling. Tonight. Yeah. Why don't you Put share, me on the spot. Yeah. share one of your dreams and then we can talk about <laughs> how the dream in some ways became true. Share one of the dreams. That's right, because there's actually been multiple. There's multiple dreams. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's been multiple where I have met Jeff Tweedy, and it's it's kind of run the gambit how they've gone. Like in in one or two of them, he's been a little curmudgeonly with me, <laughs> which uh, I think he tends to be in real life sometimes. Uh, I was just listening to, I was just listening to kicking television today and he, uh, he like pokes fun at people being excited to come to Chicago from Kansas city to hear Wilco. He's like, how dignified is that? <laughs> so I was like, mm, yeah, that feels kind of accurate that he would be a little, a little uh, prickly. Um, but then there have been <laughs> other dreams. One time I remember I met him a Walmart and he gave me a hug. <laughs> and uh wow. It was a soothing moment. I wonder what that dream means. Uh, maybe you can tell me. A hug at Walmart. I don't know. Walmart just makes me think of the college days. Yeah. Hitting, hitting, oh. up, hitting up the I think yeah, we would go there and hit up some like dollar bin DVDs. Yes. I remember when Fly of the Concords came out mm-hmm. season one, we went and hit that up. Anyway, we're getting off so many, topic. We're getting yeah. off topic. But the point is that Jeff Tweedy has come to you in your dreams many times. Mm-hmm. And then in 2022, as we've mentioned on the last podcast, we went to Solid Sound. And Lance's dream kind of became a reality. Yeah. We were driving around looking for a spot to park and uh, just turned off, turned down a random road kind of around the back of the the venue and um jeff tweedy was walking carrying his lunch and i said lance you need to i was driving the car i said lance you need to hop out and go say hi to your hero (laughs) yeah i i think (laughs) you you had you had zero chill let's just be oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) and you know what we'll post a picture of tweedy walking down the street when we saw him he said, uh, what did he say to you? He said, it's like Sasquatch in the wild. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I kind of blacked out, to be honest with you. 
because I had just gotten so used to the idea of I'm never going to meet this guy. Yeah. Um, so favorite funny. artist ever, but you know, um, but yeah, we, we apparently startled him and he, he was carrying a salad, which he <laughs> spilled some of the salad. And so when Morgan told me to get out of the car and go meet him, um, I did. And I got a selfie with him, which is really cool. But he, he gave me some crap. I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. I think we made you spill your salad. He's like, yeah, I blame you. And, uh, (laughs) it, it, that was definitely the highlight of the entire weekend for me. Oh, hands down. But then, uh, so the next day we park in the same spot, right? There's the next day and we're walking. It's kind of a long walk from where we parked up to the main gates. And here he comes again, (laughs) walking right past us. And, so like day two is like, oh yeah, there's Jeff Tweedy again. <laughs> yeah. No longer a Sasquatch yeah. in the wild. Just a- no longer. That's kind of the, the, uh, the cool part about solid sound is you just kind of like we saw like Sylvanesso. We got some pictures with Glenn Kochi. Uh, you got some pictures with Nels. Nels Klein. Yeah. So we could have cool gone time. up to good times. We could have gone up to Michael Jorgensen, but, uh, by the time I was going to approach him, I, I I think he had left. But He was like, oh, no, here comes that guy that made Jeff spill a salad. We gotta <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, Solid Sound cool. has that vibe of just like you, you probably could say hi to somebody if you want, but I feel like the vibe is that most people just uh, kind of don't act like us. <laughs> most people let Jeff Tweedy eat his salad in peace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or let Nick Offerman stand in line for Rod Worse. <laughs> yeah. All right, Lance. Well, why don't we segue into the actual theme of the night? Let's let's get this thing going. Yeah. And I wanted to just uh, bring up a quote that I had found from Jeff Tweedy, because that's what we do here. We just <laughs> share Tweedy co- quotes all day. <laughs> um, no, but in light of other podcasts existing about Wilco. We, we shouted them out last time. Wilco will love you. Um, Alpha Bravo, Charlie. We, I think we had a moment before we started this podcast wondering, yeah, is there a need for this? Is this, is this something that's wanted? And, you know, last time we also said, we're, we're kind of making a podcast that we wish already existed and, kind of sort of does already but that being said there was an inspiring quote by jeff that landed with us and he was asked one time if he thought he had anything else left to say as a songwriter and i love his response he says i've never had anything to say that's ridiculous obviously everybody has something to say I'm a believer that everything's been said, but not everyone has said it. And yeah, I think that kind of guides the spirit of uh, this podcast. Maybe that's not a necessary caveat, but wanted to just shout it out. I think especially for me, though, as somebody who's kind of, I feel like everything that maybe I'm going to share tonight, you already know, or most of me, our listeners already know, but. Well, I love that um, it, you are participating in this. You're bringing your own thoughts and perspective 
life experience, et cetera, et cetera. Because I, well, let's be honest, if this was about being the most informed Wilco fan, I also pro- probably would not qualify for that. So we're here just to talk passion, right? Sure, sure. But I mean, in the uh, hierarchy of Wilco knowledge, <laughs> I'd put myself pretty far down there. But like I said, I'm kind of learning as I go, which is part of the fun for me. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. That said, Lance, can you uh, introduce our topic tonight and what we're going to be talking about? Totally. This is one I'm excited about. We are going to be talking about the love of music. And just to specify that a little bit more, uh, Wilco, either in songs or in interviews, they, they will frequently allude to the music that, that shaped them. Um, I've, I've come across some interviews uh, while preparing for this podcast where Tweety was saying, you know, Sky Blue Scott was really this record that it was kind of the band trying to honor the music that they grew up with, that they cut their teeth on. So, it, I think it's just pretty evident that they're, they they salute their uh, forerunners in a way. So we are going to dig into Wilco's perspective, but we're also going to take this chance to kind of reflect on our own personal love of music. Um, since this is the first time we're doing kind of a theme on the podcast, we talked about this last time, we're going to choose a theme. We're going to choose, we each chose two different songs that we think kind of flesh out this theme. And so uh, that's what we're going to jump into. And Morgan, why don't you, why don't you kick take us it off? Off with the song? Kick it off? Go okay. for it. All right, cool. Well, I, this being our first formal like theme episode, I think this song is actually a good starting point in general. But my first pick was I Must Be High from the 1994 album AM. Let's take a listen to a little bit of that song. All right, so that is the opening track off of AM. Uh, Wilco, in their original form, uh, was Jeff Tweedy, obviously, on vocals and guitar. We had John Stewart on bass, Max Johnston on dobro on that song, Ken Coomer on the drums, Brian Henneman on guitar, and then Lloyd Maines played pedal steel on that song. So the, the, the lineup has changed quite a bit. Uh, and in kind of doing my research, I hit up Wilkopedia. So shout out to Daniel Cook Johnson um, and the Wilkopedia compilation. That's that's a, a great resource for anyone just curious about the meaning or the the origin behind several Wilco songs. But 
So according to Wikipedia, the they open Wilco opened their first show with "I Must Be High" ever, which was at uh, Cicero's Basement Bar in St. Louis, and this was on November seventeenth, nineteen ninety four. Lance was probably at home watching like Rugrats or something. Okay, <laughs> coming up uh, on thirty years, which is crazy. Wow. Yeah, I wonder if they'll do like a probably like an anniversary or something hmm. anniversary tour. So, uh, according to lore, Tweety told the crowd, it's the first song we ever played, and the first time we ever played is on the record. So, apparently, what you're hearing in this recording is is the uh, the actual first, very first recording of Wilco as a band. Um, and Tweety reemphasized that in uh, 2016 in a Chicago Tribune article. And he said, the very first tape that we ever rolled is Wilco as a Wilco recording is basically what you hear on that first song on the record. Um, so anyway, when I think of a love of music through the lens of Wilco, I got to pick this song because, you know, it's, it's the first song that made them a band. Mm. So, yeah, I know that the lineup has significantly changed since 1994 with only Jeff Tweedy and uh, John Stewart remaining from the original AM lineup. But, this was the beginning of the Wilco journey and the start of what they would eventually become today. So I think you have to at least appreciate the song, maybe even if you don't love it, yeah. because it was the first stepping stone of so many songs to come. Um, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and shout out to AM because uh, I don't think that one gets enough love. Actually, I'd be really curious to see what uh the majority of wilco fans think of am but um yeah and you know it's funny when i first began my record vinyl record collection this was probably like 2010 2011 i was living in burbank at the time my sister gave me a gift card gift card to atomic records in burbank shout out to atomic records and i used that gift card to buy am it's my first Wilco wow. record on vinyl. And I, I honestly didn't know this record at all. <laughs> but I was like, hey, you know, I like I like what I've heard of Wilco. I'm going yeah. to pick this up from Atomic Records. And um, yeah. So that's, that's awesome. That, that was my first Wilco purchase. I guess aside from, as I mentioned, A Ghost is Born, which I purchased yes. on CD in 2004. Um, and another piece of info i found most recently this song has actually become a rarity uh they don't play it hardly ever um it was played at nearly every every show from 94 to 1999 and then it was played less than a dozen times in the 2000s 2000 to 2010 lance have you ever heard it performed? i don't think i have i'm i'm peering through uh, the website where they they list off where they've played it which I love that feature on the website, by the way, where they yeah. catalog how many times they've played it and where and when. But no, I don't think I have. I remember seeing Wilco in Denver in late 2019. And Tweety, Tweety shouted out their birthday. But uh, whatever the math would be there, he was like, 
he said the amount of years and then he said at eh, plus two days and he just kind of he kind of made fun of himself for shouting out the birthday on a <laughs> on not the actual day um so yeah i, I love I got, that song yeah i wonder since the band is so different now you know like what what their relationship to the song is you know like the rest yeah. of the guys who weren't there at the very beginning but I, th- I think despite that i think this song i mean it must hold a special place for for tweety because i mean it, he he did include it in his personal playlist um in the aforementioned chicago tribune article um i must be high was included on there uh so yeah i mean it was a again it was the beginning of wilco as a band and i think that kind of just kicked off this whole um discography and timeline and uh i think even if you don't love this song which i actually do love this song um you, you got to appreciate where where they started so yeah that was my first pick great first pick what was your first pick my first pick might be one that surprises you but i'm gonna choose wilco the song and okay. let's let's give it a listen real quick I love this song. I, I, uh, I play it a lot and sadly, I don't know if they play it a lot anymore. Um, I have, uh, I've gone to shows where they have that, um, request a song feature on the website and I've requested this and I've requested it. I think at prime opportunities like solid sound, wouldn't that be a great place to hear Wilco oh, yeah. the song? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, so I chose this song for a couple of reasons. One is my love of Wilco favorite band. This is a song that just revels in Wilco, but another reason I chose this song is because of Tweety's intention with the song in, uh, in 2009, he did an, an interview with spin And he said, I always think of the song as meaning not just Wilco. I always think that song is saying, quote, your records will love you, baby. The overall message is to find consolation through music. I think it's sincere, but at the same time, it's meant to be a little bit funny. And yeah, and recently from his Starship Casual email where he sends out an email with some writings or recordings to people that sign up on is it Substack? i think yeah i think so yeah he he listed some songs from wilco kind of some uh stripped down versions of them from the album and uh he he wrote a little note about it 
Um, one thing I like this sarcasm here. He says, here's a couple songs off of Wilco, the album. Everyone's favorite Wilco record from what I understand, <laughs> <laughs> which is sad because it's such a fantastic album. I wore it out the first summer it came out. But anyway, well, he says- It came out in 2009? Nine. Nine. Yep. Okay. With, with this, he, he had another quote, records have been the most constant companions in my life. And I consider it a miraculous turn of events that I ended up on the other side of that consoling arrangement. A lot of my songs make an effort to acknowledge that. Maybe even annoyingly so. But that's how I feel. Thank you for listening. And I love that because he he has such a heartfelt love of music. You know, we, we could have chosen Sunken Treasure, you know, where he's talking about I was tamed and maimed and named by rock and roll. Um, some people might have accused him in the past of that being a little cliche, his just earnestness, but I, I'm drawn to it. And I appreciate it. Um, where yeah, did I get I'll, this? I got another uh, quote. I'm rolling with quotes right now. Is that all right? The quotes. He was doing a, an interview with the New York Times on people's music taste and how record store employees would critique buyers' taste, right? We've all been there in the record store feeling a little bit judged by... Uh, the employee because we want to buy uh, Harry Styles new album, you know, whatever <laughs> guilty pleasures. Um, By the way, I don't believe in guilty pleasures. Yeah, I don't either. I don't own, either own up to what you love. Anyway, his quote here from this interview, he says to me, the people that are really seeking something from records are looking for something really powerful. They want their perspective changed. They're actually open to that. They're actually open to the idea that they could listen to something and all of a sudden everything makes sense and nothing makes sense anymore. You know, like the idea that the world doesn't have to be this way. Records have the potential to change people's consciousness in such beautiful ways that that's an important thing to share if that did that for you. If that's something that happened to you, it's almost like proselytizing. There's a religious element to it because music has that spiritual content and it's really important. Published lists are pretty far removed from that, in my opinion. Um, and this was something, this is a very recent interview where he was talking about his um, disdain is too strong a word, but kind of his dislike of end of year lists, you know, because what are you doing there? It's like, I'm choosing quote unquote, the best music mm -hmm. from the year. Sure. And it's also a way to kind of show off like, Hey, look, hey, I, check out what I know about. Yeah. How cool I am. Yeah. yeah. And here he is getting just back to that earnestness. It's really about that. What lights you up? Yeah. Um, that's so great. a long winded say a long winded way of saying Wilco the song first choice over here. All right. Well, I think that's actually a nice segue lands into my second pick, which is heavy metal drummer from Yankee hotel Foxtrot. Let's give that a listen. 
sincerely miss those heavy metal bands I used to go see on the landing in the summer She fell in love with the drummer She fell in love with the drummer She fell in love Shiny, shiny pants and bleached blonde hair A double kick drum by the river in the summer She fell in love with the drummer Another than another She fell in love I miss the innocence I've known Playing kiss covers Beautiful and stone So I'm pretty sure most of our listeners have heard this song are familiar with the song not only is it on Wilco's most revered album but it's also probably one of their most straightforward rock songs um, and certainly the most straightforward song I would say in Yankee Hotel Foxtrot it's kind of like a yeah kind of a palate cleanser in a yes, way yes right that's what I was thank you there's a 2018 Esquire article where Tweety's kind of fesses up to exactly what this song is about and he says it's a reminder to myself to lighten up occasionally he says uh, we were snobs just miserable hanging out on the sidelines stock still in thrift store flannel and work boots watching the spandex gyrations of our peers these pimply kids with massive hair actually having a fun time and yet still convinced of our superiority based on what our inability to enjoy ourselves that is the kind of bullshit i need to remind myself not to indulge in with song if need be and by the way the we he's talking about is uncle tupelo <laughs> uh he was um reminiscing on seeing these these heavy metal bands play at uh i might butcher this uh but it's the the st louis laclede's laclede's landing so these were actual an actual memory of his um watching these actual hair like hair metal bands play that quote, it's like, wow, he really paints the picture there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with the flannel, like you could see the 90s grunge oh, kind of totally, thing. Totally, totally. The spandex and the pimples. And yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot going on there. Yes, he's good with words. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I would say the song is, I would say the song is about the love of music because it's Tweety himself reminding himself to have fun with it all. I think that's a refreshing take kind of going to back to what you were saying earlier. It's uh, you know, like with, with Wilco, the album, they were having, they were lightening it up a little bit. They were having fun. And I think you can make art and have fun, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And I would say to a much lesser extent, like if I think of myself as a songwriter, which obviously like not on any plane as, as just as Jeff Tweedy, but it kind of gives me the reminder to have fun myself. Yeah. Um, and to not take yourself so deathly seriously, you know, and maybe it's a reminder to all artists. Um, I think maybe that's to simplify it. Maybe that's what it should kind of be about at the end of the day is if you're not enjoying it, the process, you know? Right. And then I would say too, I think, you know, that's kind of what Wilco found themselves getting into later in their career. Um, when you look at like Star Wars, Schmilko, like those are some great songs on both of those albums, but they, I feel like they're kind of not 
taking themselves as to use mm-hmm. to use uh, Tweety's own quote. It's they're they're lightening up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, know, they're not taking themselves so seriously. So back when Schmilko came out, I think that was the same year that Radiohead's "A Moonshake Pool" came out. That was summer 2016. Got it. Yeah. And and by the way, that's the last time we've had a Radiohead album. So uh, we'll have to we'll have to pray to the gods for a new one. <laughs> we have the smile in the meantime. That's right. That's right. Great stuff. But anyway, he he Tweedy was reflecting on. Uh, I'm not in a place where I want to even try to make an album like a Moonshape Pool. Right, because that album, it's it's very cerebral. Um, it's it's pretty in a way. It's haunting. I guess these are words you could almost <laughs> use about any Radiohead album. <laughs> but but that you know that's the album where Schmilko. You look at the front cover and that says everything about it. It's it's kind of. Uh, well, this, the um, title itself. <laughs> oh, true. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Everything about it. It's yeah. Cause he has said people, people begin to take Wilco too seriously sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's probably where all those, all those, you know, um, critiques reviews of Wilco that are, that are kind of hard on them. They, they, they're not allowing Wilco to like, be casual mm-hmm. so I, I i would probably have a reaction to that as well yeah and i think too it's kind of just a natural evolution maybe mm. or, or you know what maybe an unnatural evolution because i feel like a lot of bands put this pressure on themselves you know you put out an album like yankee hotel foxtrot and it's like all right where do we go from here you know, or like right. every, every like great band has like that pinnacle. And I would have to imagine, you know, you put a lot of pressure on yourself as a band to follow it up with something equally great or greater. Um, and I think Wilco's kind of taken this approach is of, you know, obviously there's several albums in between Yankee and Shmilko, <laughs> but, you know, maybe in these later years, they've kind of, said you know that's not the approach we're going to take and this is more sustainable more sustainable way as a band to move forward is to have fun and yeah not be so hyper serious all the time so i chose the song quarters from schmilko and let's go ahead and hear it before we jump in a tavern where you worked Was cold and dark as a cavern. You kept quarters in your shirt, but I never could just have them. So I chose this one because it's pretty autobiographical with Tweety uh, being dropped off at his grandfather's tavern. you know, you, in the song, you've got Jeff just kind of tidying up the bar around the patrons and he gets quarters and in his, uh, 
autobiography, let's go so we can get back. He, he describes this uh, kind of the, the setting of the song. He said, he'd prop me up on a bar stool and serve me chocolate milk and a chipped beer mug and pass on pearls of wisdom. Like no bartender is worth their salt unless they can skim a hundred bucks a night. Sometimes he'd pay me in quarters for sweeping up cigarette butts and I'd feed them into the jukebox or the bowling machine. And I love that part in this song where he, he talks about just kind of falling into a trance. And then the song begins to go to this kind of instrumental interlude. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's beautiful. You're just kind of reveling in, in the music that's being played. I don't know, that song, like, it draws attention to music in a way that maybe other songs don't. It's almost like we are hearing the music played that that put Jeff in a trance. I love it. Some good picks. Yeah, that was fun. I, you know, I had a short list of other songs that... I wanted to talk about, but maybe another time. Save them for the next one. That's right. That's if, right. If it were up to you, this would be like a 60 hour podcast episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to, we're going to wind down with another question, which we will likely ask future guests this question as well. We had a few questions last time. We're going to throw this one in the mix. So, Morgan, I think I'm going to ask you first, if that's okay. Certainly. <laughs> if me, you Lance, could, what's the question? If you could only recommend one song to someone who's never listened to Wilco, which song would you choose? Okay. Again, I chose these by selecting the first song that came to mind, which I think is the truest answer in most Good. cases. And Whole Love came to mind, which is obviously from the album The Whole Love. Constructed. It's a has a pretty classic song structure. Um, it's a kind of an earworm. I, I don't know. I love that song. Whole love. I, I would probably, and, and maybe that's not like indicative of Wilco as a whole, but I think it's a pretty accessible song. And I usually start with accessibility, so I would I would pick Whole Love. I also thought of a uh, runner-up answer is Love is Everywhere, which is a more recent Wilco song. You love that song. I do. 
single dropped, I was really excited for Ode to Joy. And I'll just be honest, I did not love Ode to Joy when I listened to it in its entirety. Um, so I will go back and spend some more time on Ode to Joy. Give it another chance. I'm sorry, Lance. Will you forgive me? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Love is everywhere. Is it same same idea? It's um, I don't know. It's 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 one of those songs like we talked about last time that it creates its own little universe. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, there's not quite another song that creates quite that mood. Mm-hmm. I have this memory of hearing "Love Is Everywhere" for the first time. Side note, I was on a business trip to New Jersey. <laughs> shout out to New Jersey. <laughs> it was time for another shout out. <laughs> and I was there, I was there for like a week in January and this song came out um maybe before probably bef- a little before that trip. I don't remember. Mm. People will probably fact check my timeline. But um this song I listened to a lot cuz I was driving from few locations around new jersey and it kind of brightened up the dreary winter gloom of new jersey totally so yeah fantastic those are my choices. choices how about you what's one all right song well, I, if, if you got to do runner-up then i'm gonna do that as well you got like 15 runner-ups so. <laughs> <laughs> my first one comes drum roll from schmilko i think that's the album of the night it is and i did not see that coming but I would choose someone to lose. Let's let's hear it for a second. Where you gonna go when you went to cold? I wonder what you have, cause it's not too cold. It's already too late. Somebody's gonna get you. Okay, I think I, I chose this one because it it, it kind of plays into Wilco's acoustic side. It starts off that way, but then it goes electric on the chorus. It's also a little bit country sounding, and it has just a very, very catchy melody. It's easy to enjoy, and it, it, it's just fun. So I think, I think it's all it takes. Yeah. That's one of the songs like, you know, as opposed to choosing something like random name generator, that's, that's rock. It's like, well, I think someone to lose is a little more, um, I don't know. It kind of encapsulates a little more variety of Wilco. My runner up which initially I was going to put as number one would be from the whole of shout out to the whole of again. Uh, I was going to choose. I might. That 
is a song that you, it, you know, it just starts and it, it just rocks. And it also kind of showcases the band in a really nice way. Um, it's kind of random lyrics, you know, which Jeff is no stranger to. I, I've heard that that song is kind of celebrating freedom. Talking about setting the kids on fire. <laughs> um, no, that one's so fun. And I, I don't know the vibe. I would say not so different from someone to lose, but someone to lose. That's my answer. That's your number one. Okay. Lots of Schmilko love tonight. Lots of Schmilko love tonight. And I hope that people who are less familiar with the band will go hear these songs because they're, they're great. Well, I I'm glad you brought up Schmilko tonight, Lance, because that is, that is a blind spot for me. There you go. I think you've got some homework. I do. Well, I guess that's going to do it for another episode of Wilco, the podcast. We appreciate y'all tuning in on your, on your FM AM radio dials. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to AM. Shout out to AM. Shout out to Atomic Records in Burbank, California. Lance, you got hey, anything shout else out, to share? I got a shout out. I got a shout out to Swede, the album oh. by the band Tim and a Life Jacket, which oh, is okay. uh, featuring our very own Matt Morgan, which wow. is on Spotify. Wow. Check it out. Great stuff. Great 2015 banger right there. Due for another uh, a, a sophomore uh, I was going to try and then you asked me to do this podcast. So no, got no time. No oh. time. So thanks Lance. Appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> Guys, it's been fun. We will be back again very soon. This podcast is now available on most major platforms. So um, download it, share it with your friends. Uh you know, people always do that thing. It's like, hey, make sure to leave us a five-star review. And Give us I want to say- star. Give us all the one-star reviews. We want your love. Oh, that's that's fair. That's fair. If, if it's earned, yeah, we want to know that. But no, we would love to, to get the word out that we're here to talk Wilco and have some fun. So we will see you all next time.